WVOW Local News, now. Lincoln County Schools has regained control of its system. I'm Faith Bannister. State board members voted Wednesday to give local control back to Lincoln County Schools. The school district had been under state supervision for more than two years for not following transportation and financial policies. Matthew Hicks, director of accountability for the State Department of Education, told board members the county has made enough progress but still has a long way to improve academic achievement. Before the vote, State Board President Paul Hardesty warned local school officials to be responsible from here on out. If we give you the keys back to the car, I'm going to ask you to keep the car in the center of the lane. Because I promise you, and this is not a threat, if you run the car in the ditch, I will and this board will come and get the keys. The state board also voted Wednesday to provide support and guidance to Clay County Schools amid ongoing financial problems. Concerns are mounting after two failed attempts to renew the county's longtime excess school levy. WVOW News is brought to you by Logan Regional Medical Center. Are you or a loved one suffering from a chronic wound that won't heal? The Advanced Wound Center at Logan Regional Medical Center is here to help you. Our team of compassionate health care providers will develop a personalized care plan tailored to your individual needs. We use advanced healing techniques such as hyperbaric oxygen therapy to help you heal quickly. Call us to learn more. The Advanced Wound Center at Logan Regional. Healing chronic wounds so you can get back to doing the things you love. As one water crisis comes to an end in Raleigh County, another persists. The lack of clean water has been an issue for residents of Ramsey, Victor, and other small communities in Fayette County for decades. On Monday, the New Haven Public Service District held a meeting to discuss two contracts. If approved, the contracts would fund two projects that would bring water to residents in several communities. However, attempts to fund the contracts took more than 10 years. Because of the desperate situation, many residents are forced to take multiple trips per week to a water pump near the Piggly Wiggly in Heiko to fill their tanks. There is no official word on when the two contracts will be approved. During his State of the State address Wednesday night, Governor Jim Justice said he is proposing a 50% personal income tax reduction. Justice says this is the biggest tax cut in the history of West Virginia. There's lots and lots and lots of things we can do. But if we want, at this moment in time, to grow the state of West Virginia, we're going to have to aggressively look at our personal income tax. He says this will take three years to happen with a 30% cut the first year, a 10% cut the second, and a 10% cut the third year. July last year, Governor Justice proposed a 10% personal income tax reduction. He said it would put $254 million back into the hands of the people of West Virginia. The West Virginia House passed the cut 78-7 July 28th, but stalled in the Senate. The deadline to enroll in marketplace health insurance coverage for 2023 is January 15th. Recently, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services awarded a record amount of grant funds to groups that help people enroll in health coverage. First Choice Services received $1,050,000 to expand its West Virginia Navigator program. The initiative helps people find and select Marketplace, Medicaid, and CHIP healthcare options for free. West Virginia has had a 22.7% increase in enrollment during the 10th Marketplace Open Enrollment. More funding has helped the program expand and promote the marketplace. Even though enrollment increased this year, many West Virginians lack health insurance. This year's health insurance marketplace visitors should expect important updates and expansions. 
New restrictions will allow those with employer-provided insurance to qualify. The Inflation Reduction Act extended marketplace plan subsidies and lowered rates for three more years. It also kept higher income earners in subsidized coverage. It is important that West Virginians pay attention to open enrollment deadlines. Unless you qualify for a special enrollment period, 2023 enrollment ends January 15th. West Virginia Navigator will be accessible by phone all week and on Saturday, January 14th from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. to help as many people possible before this deadline. Sunday, January 15th from 8 a.m. to 12 a.m., West Virginia Navigator will be available by phone. Free assistance from the West Virginia Navigator program is available by calling 304-356-5834 or visiting www.acanavigator.com. A man has died after being shot by a Charleston police officer whom authorities say he attacked him with a pipe. According to the Charleston Police Department, the incident happened just before 1 p.m. Wednesday afternoon when officers responded to a trespassing complaint in the area of Spring Street and Bullet Street in Charleston. Officers say when they arrived on the scene, they encountered an individual identified as 43-year-old William E. Henry Jr. of Charleston. According to police, Henry armed himself with a pipe and refused to cooperate with their commands. Henry allegedly advanced on one of the officers, fighting through the taser deployment. Police say Henry allegedly hit an officer in the head with a pipe and the officer responded by firing his gun at Henry. Police say they immediately began rendering aid once Henry was secured in handcuffs. He was then taken to a local hospital where he later died. Charleston police say the findings of the incident have been sent to the Kanawha County Prosecutor's Office for a thorough review and per policy, the officer involved in the shooting will be placed on a critical incident leave pending the prosecutor's findings. Three people were arrested in a Huntington drug bust. Huntington police seized four firearms and suspected heroin, crack cocaine, suboxone, and marijuana at a home at Markham Terrace. Police say 44-year-old Antoine Glanton of Columbus, Ohio was charged with possession with intent to deliver and being a fugitive from justice in Ohio. 30-year-old Darius McNeely of Detroit, Michigan was charged with possession with intent to deliver a controlled substance. 45-year-old Takena Cohen of Detroit, Michigan was charged with possession with intent to deliver a controlled substance. A juvenile was found in the home and was released to an adult, according to police. The Martin County Sheriff's Office says no evidence was found during an investigation into an alleged bomb threat at Martin County High School. Deputies say a state police K-9 searched the building and found no device following a call that 911 dispatchers perceived as an alleged bomb threat Wednesday afternoon. The building was cleared for a safe return to class today. The West Virginia Lottery announced Wednesday a $1 million Mega Millions ticket was sold at the Corridor G Tiger Mart on Sand Plant Road in South Charleston. The ticket matched all five numbers, but not the Mega Ball. As of Wednesday afternoon, the winning ticket had not yet been brought forward. No player hit all of the numbers across the U.S. The jackpot at the next drawing will be at least $1.35 billion. And now WVOW's Aaron Stone with sports. And in high school girls basketball, Chapmanville defeated Logan last night 52-46 and Mingo Central defeated the Wyoming East girls 37-36. I'm Aaron Stone. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com or on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. 
I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Here we go, looking at rain and wind. Those are the two big things, and then snow later tonight. That's, yeah, it's snow, but it's not the big thing. It's really the wind and the rain today, and 64 degrees. 30 mile an hour wind gust, rounds of showers, maybe even thunder. Then we move into the night. 20, 22 mile per hour wind gusts in that range, low 34. Just a wet road, might stick on the grass. Friday again, rain and snow showers, might stick on the grass a little bit, not much, mainly just wet roads, 38 for the high, 37 as will clear out for Saturday. So just watch out for that refreeze Friday night into Saturday, we'll drop into the 20s. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the StormTracker 13 Weather Center.